week has arrived christmas just a few days away but you are listening to the air Raid attack podcast i'm your host michael as always if you want to listen on uh, amazon music wherever you get your uh, podcast from especially download it and give us a listen uh, of course this uh, <clears throat> excuse me podcast is presented by storm check are you terrified about what is in your storm shelter when the tornado sirens sound do you feel prepared to spend the night in your shelter Allow StormCheck and their team of military veterans to put your mind at ease with their services. Check them out, stormcheck.team. But without further ado, uh, I got the honor of having the two-time National Arena Football League champion, David Wilson, Devin Wilson on, and then a good friend of mine who you guys have known well as, as also from the northern part of Oklahoma City, David uh, gentlemen, good evening and Merry Christmas. Good evening and uh, Merry Christmas to you as well. Yeah, same to you, Mike. It's uh, it's you know, can't believe it's already been uh, been a year. Of course, we got a lot to talk about uh, arena football wise and and uh, of course football just in general. But uh, Devin, uh, kind of tell I know winning two championships in the arena in the arena league. Kind of tell the listeners out there a little about yourself and I guess you start off with your journey to uh to where you're at now. Yeah. Um so uh, uh from Nashville, Tennessee, born and raised, grew up, you know, playing uh playing ball. Um, you know, I started when I was playing when I was five years old. Uh you know, uh went to a, a private high school in Nashville uh, where I played football, basketball and baseball. From there uh, went to Tennessee State University, um, where I was fortunate enough to uh, have a, a pretty decent uh, career there. Um, but, you know, after college, nothing kind of happened. Uh, I, you know, had my pro day and stuff, worked out for a few teams, um, but nobody, you know, was kind of interested uh, at, at the time. So um, started working. Uh, started valeting cars in downtown in Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, got a phone call or an email actually from a, a coach in Richmond, Virginia, uh, who was coaching uh, the Richmond Raiders, uh, which was a part of the PIFL, uh, the professional indoor football league. Uh, it was Coach Fuller, James Fuller, and uh, he asked me if I was still interested in playing football. And uh, you know, that was uh, definitely better than parking cars and standing out in the cold and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, I took I took a took the you know opportunity to go out there and kind of uh, prove what I had. And uh, within the first couple of days, uh, Coach Fuller kind of pulled me to the side and was just like, hey, you know, stay focused. Um, you know, you won't be around here for long. And, you know, at the time, I really didn't you know, understand what he was saying. Um, you know, I was a young guy, just excited to be out there having fun. And uh, within four games of the PIFL season, I was leading the, like, receiver category. I mean, every receiver category is rookie. 
and uh, got an opportunity to go uh, into a tryout for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in the CFL. Um, did that, uh, got invited to minicamp, uh, went to minicamp, did decent enough for them to uh, want to sign me and uh, went up there and played uh, played in Saskatchewan in the CFL in 2000. Uh, 15, uh, that was very interesting, you know, going from an outdoor game, I mean, an indoor game to an outdoor game, uh, and then, um, played up there for a season, uh, got, got hurt, um, got released because I got hurt, um, and then got introduced back into the arena game, uh, with the Cleveland Gladiators. And, uh, from there went to Jacksonville. Uh, won a championship in 2017, uh, went to with the main mammoths in 2018, and then back to Jacksonville uh, to where I'm at now in 2019, where we won our second championship. And kind of kind of been a shark since then. And, uh, you know, looking forward to uh, winning and hopefully winning another championship this year. I like that. And, you know, you go back to, you know, going back to the Richmond Raiders <clears throat> during that time that led up. You know, here you are, you know, working the what we would, you know, what we would call a nine to five job. But uh, during that time, you know, you look at it, you want to play football. You obviously have the passion for football. Was there any anything in your mind? Was there a mindset that you had any doubt that maybe maybe um, it just wasn't meant to be? Or what was what was some of the items that kind of pushed you that? that pushed you if I can talk right tonight that pushed you through um trying to continue your football career yeah um and it was just always kind of having to you know push through and persevere through things you know um you know just kind of taking it back to high school um you know I, I played uh Golden Tate was one of my high school teammates oh, and wow. uh he he was uh two years uh older than me so uh when I first got there um, you know, I really didn't know anything about, about him or, you know, who he was or anything like that, but really very quickly I learned who he was. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I got to see the recruiting process that he went through and everything like that. Um, so, you know, when he left, uh, going into my junior year, my recruiting process started picking up, you know, coaches started coming from all over, uh, wanting to see me, blah, 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 all this stuff. Uh, well, I broke my wrist um, going into my junior year of high school wow. and had to have a uh, had to have surgery. They put a screw in my wrist um, and I had to play my entire junior year with a cast on my hand. Um, so, you know, playing receiver with a cast, that was kind of challenging. <laughs> go through the whole, you know, go through the whole thing, whatever. Senior year come up, even, you know, more recruit recruiting stuff's getting that uh, coming at me. You know, I'm going on all these visits, blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, got schools interested. All this fun jazz. Break my other wrist. Oh. The exact, the exact same bone in my wrist. So all the, you know, I had to play my senior year with a, a cast on my other wrist. Again, playing receiver with a cast, not that fun. So, um, you know, schools started dropping off. Um, I wasn't the best steward of um, my grades as well um, throughout high school. So all these schools started dropping off. I had no interest in everything. So I go to Tennessee State. This was the only school that was really stuck around. And um, 
I get there, you know, it's great, everything like that. Um, going through, you know, um, great season, got to start as a true freshman, uh, all this stuff. We have a great, you know, career there. Well, you know, when I'm training for pro day and everything like this, uh, one of the coaches at the time that was on the staff, you know, basically told me that I was wasting my time. Wow. Uh, you know, and that kind of stuck with me um, from like that d- day forward. Um, you know, a guy that you would kind of, you know, you laid on the line for to for his family to have a roof over their head and food on their on their you know table for them to tell you that you're wasting your time. You know, um, that just really stuck with me and kind of drove me. Uh, from that point forward, um, you know, and two, you know, I also believed in, you know, there, there, there's more than, you know, one way to skin a cat, as they would say. So, you know, at the end of the day, to play professional ball was always the goal. Um, sometimes going a different route was what, you know, what I had to do. But, uh, yeah, it was very challenging, very challenging to have to, you know, um, wake up, go work out, have the, you know, the, um, to have, you know, to, the, you know, to want to keep wanting to work out and stuff like that when nothing was happening. Um, it was, you know, it was tough, but it, I would definitely say it was worth it. The moment that you got told um, that pretty much in layman's term that you were wasting your time, what was your first gut? What was your first instinct, your fir- first emotion um, when, when he, when he told that to you? Wow. Just like, wow, you know, um, you know, wow. Uh, it, it was tough, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, it was tough. It was definitely tough. And it was something I kind of held on to uh, for a while. And I still do to this day. Um, you know, it, it was it, it was tough. But as I kept playing and stuff like that, I started seeing that, you know, hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, football ain't, ain't the kind of sport, you know, uh, especially the higher you get up and, the, you know, the more f- professional um, it is and stuff like that, the more cutthroat it is. So um, it was just something tough, but uh, it was, you know, it, it, it molded me into who I am today. Well, first off, I want to say that you're the second Tennessee. <laughs> I just now realized this, that you're the second Tennessee State University uh, player. Uh, that's played for Tennessee State. Uh, Daryl Branch, who's a current offensive, I believe he's offensive guard, but offensive lineman uh, for Tennessee State was on about two, three months ago. So uh, there's something about Tennessee State that's that's <laughs> that's uh, coming on, but I think that's pretty cool. I just re- I just kind of want to throw that out there. Um, but uh, going going back to your story, so from Richmond, <clears throat> excuse me, from Richmond. You know, after the season, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, now you get called up from uh, Saskatchewan, the Rough Riders up in Canadian football. What was kind of the adjustments? Uh, here you are, obviously, playing what we all would consider your outdoor normal game, going indoors to a 50-yard field. Now you're right back outdoors to now not only your back outdoors, but a lot of people that don't realize this Canadian football field is a lot longer. It's a lot wider. So – what kind of adjustments, if any, um, did you have to make uh, during that transition back into the outdoor game? 
Yeah, it was um it was definitely different, you know. Um um, you know, I had the advantage of coming from the arena game where I was majority of the time the motion man. So a lot of guys that come that go up north and play, they're not used to being in motion. So that kind of really helped me out um to having a kind of a leg up on that. Um kind of what you touched on, the wider field, the bigger field um was another adjustment, you know. Um you know, where a T yard out route on, you know, a regular in you know, uh NFL field or mm-hmm. United States football field, you know, turn, you know, might be a twenty some yard throw if you really think about it. Well on in the Canadian uh field, you know, that turns into if you're doing it from like the opposite hash, that's almost like a forty yard throw. So, you know, quarterback's arms have got to be a lot stronger. Um, the field's just bigger. It's more you can do. It's an extra person on the field. Um, where they were, you know, in America, you play with 11. They play with 12. Um, there's other nuances. You know, you only have to have one foot down. Uh, they can't touch you after five yards. It, it was different, you know. Uh, you got three downs, three downs, you know, uh, to get a first down. Uh, you know, it was just different, but it was fun. It was fun, definitely fun. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to be the first uh, rookie on the team to score a touchdown. Um, it was it was really cool, um, and it you know helped me um, to see um, you know what it takes to be a true pro. You know, where I was a young guy, um, almost kind of happy to be there. You know, uh, where meetings and stuff might be. Um, starting at nine o'clock, you know, here I am coming in at eight forty-five or something. Thinking nice. I'm, you know, thinking I'm on time, but um, you know, there's other guys that were already there two hours before meetings. They got a whole <laughs> workout in and everything, and I was just like, "What are y'all doing here?" And uh, you know, they kind of tell me, you know, "Hey, we, you got to do this, 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 this," you know, to kind of keep you to be able to do uh, what you're doing. So, uh, no, that was just kind of an adjustment, too, but it definitely helped me, um, again, to um, become the person I am today. Going going to the Canadian game, of course, uh, I can't speak. Uh, David, I'm not for sure if, if he's been up there or not. But me, personally, my trip to, to Canada was canceled last year due to COVID, but um, – I can't speak you know, on David's behalf. I'm not for sure if he's been in Canada or not. But what's it like living in Canada? I think that would be – I mean, obviously, we always hear about the cold winters, and rightfully so. But, you know, I know Vancouver and some other, you know, cities are beautiful from, obviously, pictures and videos and stuff like that. But what was it like living in Canada during that time? Yeah, it was cool. Um, you know, definitely an experience. You know, I'm, I'm, again, I'm very fortunate. Um, to be able to play this game and it be able to take me a lot of places that, to be honest with you, if I didn't play this game, I probably wouldn't have been able to go to. Understand. And uh, you know, uh, it was it's beautiful. You know, the the temperature is a lot different. You know, I remember one day in practice, um, it was like eighty something degrees, maybe like maybe high eighties. And a lot of the Canadian players was like, oh, man, this is hot. Like, this is really hot. And I'm like, what are y'all talking about? This ain't nothing. 
you know, this is great. And the, and the head coach looked at me and was just like, all right, remember that. Because when it gets cold up here and these boys up here saying this ain't nothing and you up here can't barely move, just remember that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the winter was different, very different. You had to dress different. Um, you know, they uh, taught us how to, you know, prepare our bodies and stuff, you know, type of stuff to wear, what to kind of help keep you warm and everything like that. Um, yeah, it's just it, it was different, you know, beautiful. Uh, the money's different. You know, it's like Monopoly money, it looks like. Uh, uh, but uh, now nah, Canada is a, a beautiful country. You look <clears throat> I like that. And that was actually leading into you know, the next question I had, or at least a topic was when it came to preparation, you know, body wise and even heck even mentally, uh, especially during those winter, those winter times. Was there anything differently? Um, I know you mentioned, you know, you got to dress different, you know, at least keep warmer a little bit differently than you probably would if you were in, you know, let's say Illinois or I guess Chicago, Illinois, but Illinois or Indiana, whatever case may be. Um, was there, what was it kind of, was there anything different uh, besides that up there that you kind of had to readjust or is it pretty much what we would consider your typical um, year of football and you just kind of had to take it a day at a time? Yeah, I would say it was just kind of, you know, uh, take a day at a time. Um, you know, the, when, it, when it was hot, it was hot, you know, or warm. Um, you know, it, it got – when it got cold, it, it got cold. Um, but, again, you know, they taught us stuff, you know, how to prepare, you know, um, when we came in, you know, um, you know, stuff to drink, you know, like chicken broth and stuff like that kind of warm you up. Um, so, um, yeah, it was just, you know, it was different, but probably just a lot of same things that a lot of Northern teams have to go through as well. I know, you know, hopefully, you know, Lord willing that, uh, I can get it up there. I, I, I try to watch Canadian football, uh, went on ESPN at times and it's definitely a different game. I just love football in general. So anything that's <laughs> may show up, I probably more than likely will watch it, but now you got, you know, now you're in Canada, um, you know, balling out. Now here you go, uh, going back down to the Arena League, back to America, and land in uh, in Cleveland. <clears throat> Obviously, hey, balling, you know, football is football, and uh, so on and so forth. Um, was there any kind of different mindset? going back from the CFL back to the arena league, uh, in particular to Cleveland, um, during that time, or, Hey, it's just another step towards where you wanted to end up at. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, uh, no, nah, it, it, it's funny you say that because, um, my mindset did kind of change a little bit, you know, um, you know, with the way I was released when I was in the CFL was due to an injury. And, you know, when I was released, you know, when you – the acceptance of your peers is a lot, you know, especially I feel like in um, sports and not only that, but in professional sports, you know, especially within the locker room. You know, those are the guys you're actually going to work with every day. Um, you know, they see your work. They see the body of work you put in. So, you know, the front office and or, you know, in the locker room is usually kind of separated a little bit or usually sometimes on the, on the same accord, but most of the time they're not. 
So when I was released, a lot of guys in the locker room, a lot of veterans and stuff that kind of, you know, took a liking to me because of the way I worked were shocked, you know, and I was shocked. You right. know, I really was. I was, I was, it blew my mind. So when, you know, I was released, went back home or went back to the States to Nashville or whatever and trying to figure out what's next. And the AFL, you know, hit me up. I was like, okay, let's go do it. Well, when I get in there, you know, it was all about this veteran status stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, guys that have been here and, you know, Mm -hmm. all this stuff. And I really didn't understand that. And, you know, my thing was like, I feel like the best guy should play, you know, I'm, 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 I feel like I'm better than them. You know, I'm coming from a quote unquote higher level level than them. So, you know, I feel like I should be playing well. So I had to go through the whole practice (laughs) squad thing um, for like nine weeks. And that was tough, you know, uh, emotionally and mentally draining. Uh, because every day, you know, you're out there practicing against the number one defense and you're killing them. Um, but when I got my opportunity, you know, the what the rest was done, uh, you know, just had to go out there and ball. And um, I think I kind of, you know, showed that. Most definitely. And um, I know – I'm sure David may remember this. I know back um, – you know, I'm only 33, but – uh, back in the early 2000s, um, I believe I mentioned it, might have mentioned it to Prince, but back in the early 2000s for two years, we had a, a render football league called Oklahoma Wranglers. And then they, uh, then they, I think they just defunct and moved off into sunset. And then, oh Lord, probably mid 2000s, can't even say when exactly, probably 06 ish. I'm not for sure. I know David may probably clarify a little bit better but then we got the uh, af2 oklahoma city yard dogs and of course they've been here for a while and then uh defunct i believe is what happened to them and then later on the ifl for a year with the bricktown brawlers so i'm familiar with the arena game i know not a lot of people are uh, it's not a um uh, oh a good buddy of mine texts me early he says you know he was trying to trying to just kind of get interested in and it really is more just you gotta if you love football. I mean, you may enjoy it. It's not for everybody. I get it. Um, but uh, all, you know, I know we're gonna go back to you know <laughs> back to Richmond. But really, just in general, what's it been like being a Rainer football? I know it's obviously you got uh, the boards, the padding as you're out of bounds. I know you still got the out, you know the the uh, boundary still, but you got the boards, you got the the goal nets. You know, you got the nets, the the extremely skinny. Uh, field goal post and, and 50 yards and the list goes on and on. So what, but just in general, what's it been like um, just really playing in the arena league um, for you just as a personal, uh, from a person, personal standpoint, and then uh, kind of with the fans, I mean, I'm sure I can't speak on Cleveland too much, but uh, I can, I'm seeing a few videos of Jacksonville and, and, they got some rowdy fans down there. I know Tampa Bay did when they had the storm, but um, what's it been like for, for you as an arena football player, just from your personal standpoint? Yeah. Um, you know, um, it's different. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's still, I still tell people it's still the basis of football, you know, 
it's still see ball, get ball, catch ball, you know, t- t- blocking, tackling, leverage, you know, stuff like that. I, I feel like those certain things in football don't change. Um, it's just a little different nuance now. All right, where now you got eight players on the field, a guy can go in forward in forward motion. Um, you know, and now you have, you know, like you just say, you had you have sides or or barriers, whatever you want to call them. Um it, yeah, it's just different. Um, you know, you're playing first, you know, chance I got to step on the field, I was like, oh wow, it's not even grass, it's turf. Like so. <laughs> You don't don't wear cleats. You gotta wear like turf shoes or soccer shoes, or some people, you know, depending on how you can run or whatever. Some people wear, you know, basketball shoes. Um, but yeah, then you got the boards where, believe it or not, it's a hockey wall just with padding on it. You know, so if you've ever been to a hockey game and seen mm-hmm. a hockey players slam up against that. It ain't the it ain't the prettiest. I, I still remember my very first game uh, with Richmond. I want to say it was my very first arena catch um, against the Trenton Trenton. What were they? The Trenton Freedom or something like that. They had a red field. I ran a dig route and I caught the ball and it was right there on the wall. And my forearm or my like. Uh, bicep hit the wall, and I literally thought I broke my arm. Wow! I thought I, was, I just, I, I just, I was like, "Oh my god, I've never been hit like this." Well, come to find out, it was just, it's just me hitting the wall. Um, but that was my very first introduction to the wall, and I was like, "Oh wow, I got to stay away from this." <laughs> but uh, I've come to really like embrace it. Um, you know, a lot of guys I play with, you know, I've gotten a few nicknames over, you know, the time of playing, you know, I've had some teammates call me, you know, the wall God or whatever it is, because, you know, I really don't care about the wall. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's multiple videos and clips and, you know, people can see it all through my highlights and stuff and me flipping over the wall. Um, You know, um, I tell people, you know, they ask me about the arena football game. I tell them, Hey, come to a game, you know, you'll, you know, you might catch a, catch a player, you might mm-hmm. catch a ball, you know, but the, the balls you can keep the players, you got to give back, <laughs> you know? So, um, I like that. So, you know, it, it, it's fun though. It's a fa- very fan oriented. It's a lot different than, you know, being in an NFL game where, you know, these guys, you really don't get to interact with, um, but us, you do. Um, you know, a lot of these teams and stuff have very personal uh, relationships with their fans. Um, and that's what makes the game so good. So and very interesting. So, um, no, nah, it's one of a kind. And uh, I'm a big, big advocate for uh, the arena game. David, do you have anything to add? <laughs> do you have anything to add to that one? Yeah, I actually do. Um, what was your experience uh, going from – you know, the outdoor game where, you know, you have the play clock and, the, you know, you're kind of just – you get the huddle and then you uh, kind of go at a normal pace. And in the arena, of course, it's fast-paced. What was that experience like? Got to get your conditioning up. 
I would definitely say, you know, you had to get your conditioning up a lot um, better. Um, you know, yeah, like you said, you know, the out- outdoor game, you're huddling, which, you know, the indoor game, you, you know, we huddle, you huddle as well, but um, where for, for one, the indoor game is majority, you know, if you had to break a, a game down, it's probably really and truly like 80%, 85% passing. You know, so your condition, you're always running routes, you know. Uh, I'm majority, you know, sometimes, you know, majority of the time, the motion man, man. And, you know, <laughs> a lot of my routes and stuff sometimes are deeper. So, you know, uh, you're you're trying to score and everything. So, yeah, you just got to have a very good conditioning. Um, and a lot of the routes and stuff are a little different. You know, depths and stuff are a little different. Um, windows are a lot tighter. Um, everything's happening a lot quicker um, just because everything's so condensed. So you can't really um, do everything kind of the same. I know that um... – when he when you mentioned the fans are passionate and real quick, uh, don't really know why it's showing, but uh, and five minutes will cut off, but we'll come right back. Um, but um, no, going back to that, no, I, I can remember my dad and I, and uh, we always we were real arena, big arena football fans, just in general, just in just for the sport in general. And Louisville uh, had a team here or had a team, of course, they traveled here and. At the time, I want to say that the it was called the Ford Center at the time uh, here in Oklahoma City. But anyway, so man, Devin, <laughs> I kid you not, the refs. I I I swear, these people wanted to jump the boards. Uh, they wanted to get on the. I think if the fans could, they probably would have went down there and, and kind of took care of business. It was probably the well most horrific uh, play um, officiating I've seen probably in my life compared to college football, uh, the NFL and so on and so forth. But when it comes to rowdiest, I mean, obviously I haven't been to, you know, the air, you know, out in Phoenix with the Rattlers or, you know, Jacksonville or Tampa or or Orlando for that matter. But man, (laughs) I think that was probably the rowdiest and probably not in a good way that, um, I mean, they were into it, but I think they would have, I think they wanted to jump the boards if they could have. Yeah, these fans really kind of get into it, you know. Um, um, you know, I've I've actually had some, uh, unfortunately, had some interactions with fans sometimes uh, like that and everything. But you know, at the end of the day, you know, they're fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, fans is short for fanatic. Um, so you know, um, when you're really passionate and care about something, um, you know, there might be some things you might do that <laughs> you know you might not be so proud of. So, uh, you know, but it makes the game fun. You know, as long as nobody's getting hurt, as long as nobody's getting harmed, um, as long as nobody's, you know, getting disrespected or anything like that, um, you know, it's all, you know, fun in the love of the game. Real quick, um, before we go to our first unofficial break, um, but uh, what did you get any kind of, rude comments or any negativity comments while um that you can remember or not so much uh yeah no just you know you uh, you know from fans and stuff it really don't matter too much for me you know when 
last season, we, you know, we played in Albany, you know, and in the middle of the game, you know, their fans started chanting, you know, Wilson sucks, Wilson sucks. So it's just <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's cool with me. You know, at the end of the day, I got the whole arena chanting my name, trying to get me out of my game. So thank you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's how I look at it. Um, you know, at the end of the day, they're going to know who I am. And <laughs> I hate to say this, but more than likely, I'm not going to know who they are. So they paid to come see me play, and I appreciate that. And because of that, I'm going to put on a show. And uh, But, no, nah, you know, I have fans and stuff to say stuff to me all the time. But what they really don't realize is just added more fuel to the fire. So keep it coming. Yeah, I love that. So you you got it here first, guys. As we approach the uh, 2022 arena season, he says keep it coming, and uh, I- I'm sure that they will. <laughs> um, real quick, uh, what we'll do is take the first ever unofficial break, thanks to Zoom, and uh, we'll be back to finish off this podcast real quick. You guys will be listening to our one of our sponsors, Law Terrain. We'll be back here very shortly. They say every watch tells a story, family, moments, lifetimes. With La Terrain, this is a watch that spans generations, not just from where it came from, but for where it will go. Knowing one of these, having one of these, is what? Being a professional, being casual, and being you is all about. From our family to yours, Law Terrain. And we're back, and you're listening to Law Terrain, the sponsor of the Air Raid Attack podcast. Use the code Air Raid to save 10% in all purchases. Check them out at lawterrain.com. But uh, continue the. Uh, the podcast recording with Devin Wilson of the uh, Jacksonville Sharks. Um, so here we are. You know, you look kind of, you know, refresh everybody real quick. Um, Devin started from Richmond, went to uh, play in the CFL with Saskatchewan, came back to Cleveland. Um, now you've played your stint with Cleveland. And now we end up your, what we can say, well, I would consider, I guess, what, your first stint with Jacksonville. So, I'm sure from a from a standpoint of live of the um, what would you call it the living situation from Cleveland to Jacksonville at least I'm sure that was a a huge upgrade just from that oh yeah um, you know um, you know don't get me wrong the city of Cleveland is absolutely much, uh, right you know has this um you know, has his perks and stuff. Um, and playing for the Gladiators had his perks as well. Um, you know, we, uh, Dan Gilbert was the owner of our, uh, was the owner of the arena team as well. So, um, you know, got to go to the Cavaliers games. Um, actually got to go to game three of the, of the uh, finals when wow. uh, the uh, Cavs won the finals and game seven of the Eastern Conference finals. Uh, that same year so yeah definitely had his perks and everything um you know dan gilbert also had uh some steak or uh something to do with zenith 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, we had all the Zenith stuff as well. So, yeah, it was cool. But, um, you know, Jacksonville, um, you know, has the beach, uh, great weather, um, you know. Uh, you know, I, I'm i now I live in Jacksonville full time and, um, you know, I also coach high school football down here. And uh, I never understood why co- coaches, college coaches always wanted to, you know, when I was coming out of high school, you know, you hear about all these kids from Florida, Florida, Florida. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because the weather's great all the time. I mean, you can play football and train year round. I mean, there's no excuses to not be, you know, a great football player. if That's what you strive to be. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, you can't. It's kind of hard to compete. Um, with a recruiting standpoint of just the city alone. <clears throat> Excuse me. So now you got, uh, you got, you're in Jacksonville. Kind of walk us through, <clears throat> excuse me, at this point. Um, has anything really changed? I mean, I'm sure obviously it's not to me personally, I wouldn't think it would. <clears throat> Excuse me. But nowadays, you know, you never know. Um you know, going from Cleveland now to Jacksonville, anything changing your mindset or are you still in, in this, uh, in this, uh, what I call zone of, of balling out? Yeah. No, I just kind of, you know, want to be great. You know, my thing is, is, um, you know, anything that I'm going to do, I want to be the best at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, as long as I'm still playing, no matter who it's for, um, you know, even when I went to Maine, and stuff like that, you know, that was a startup franchise, um, which uh, went out there with Coach Fuller, James Fuller, the same guy that gave me my first chance of playing, um, you know, uh, in Richmond. So at the end of the day, you know, I I love playing football and I feel like, you know, that's something I am decent at doing. So, um, you know, any chance I get to do that, I'm going to do it the best ability I can. I like that. And I think the mindset, I think a lot of people, um, and I'm, and I'm one at fault at times, um, that we always get the mindset that you always have no, not so much of a setback. I mean, it depends on how you want to, um, define setback for that individual, but you know, we always, we always lose, try to lose focus, if you will. And they're continuing 2017 with Jacksonville. Um, obviously the season plays out, you're in the NAL championship game. And of course, uh, Jacksonville comes out on top. <laughs> what was your emotions like celebrating once the triple zero showed up in the championship game? And and did you you know was it uh, was it the fun good times that we always imagine ourselves playing on the field? You know, not so much Super Bowl, just in general, and of course the locker room. What was it kind of like the celebration like? And what were you feeling after that triple uh, zero showed up in the championship game? No, it was, it was uh, great. It was just uh, cool to be a champion, um, you know, um, to host the trophy up. Um, Two, you know, that year was kind of uh, interesting in itself. You know, we went through a coaching change that year. Um, I kind of got there midway through the season. Um, yeah, it was a lot of emotions and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, I guess it's kind of definitely – um safe to say you know it's very true what what they say about it you know once you win one you know it's instantly you're trying to figure out a way to win another one Mm -hmm. um so 
uh, that kind of took place of, you know, okay, now that you have this, um, how do you get another one? Or, you know, how do you keep moving? You know, what, what can you, you know, what's better than this? Um, and uh, so the goal was to try to get another one. And uh, unfortunately, that didn't happen in Maine uh, in 2018, but in 2019, it did. Um, so, uh, yeah. How long ago? I'm kind of curious. Um, you know, my played a few years in small college ball. We weren't very good. In high school, we definitely weren't good. Um, so I never unfortunately got to experience in the high school playoffs that we always here, you know, I know I'm sure in Florida just as much as here in Oklahoma and Texas and California. And even though Oklahoma is probably on the bottom of the barrels when it comes to high school like that caliber, but you got, you know, how long did it take um, for you to get that mindset to what we, you know, as we all call it, run it back to get that second one after you won the first one, here you are celebrating with your team, family, and so on and so forth. How long till the next day, or how long till you got focused on? Hey, let's go. Uh, let's go get in a, a another ring. Man, it was crazy because it's honestly probably like the night that night of the game. You know, right. we were probably you know out celebrating, talking and stuff like that. It's like, all right, you know, what what are we gonna do now? You know, who wants to come back and you know try to try to do it again? Um, you know. You know, uh, it's unfortunate, you know, but it's also the nature of the beast that majority of the time you don't really get to keep a lot, of, keep those teams together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, again, kind of the nature of the business and the game. Um, so, um, but not definitely almost instantly. Um, and I think that's kind of going to be along the boards of anywhere uh, that you can have some type of say and control of it. Um, you know, high school is a little different. If you're a senior, you really can't, you know, you can't keep playing, uh, <laughs> right. you know, uh, likewise in college, you know, if you win a national championship or anything like that, you, if your time's up, your time's up. Um, but, you know, uh, professional wise, you kind of have a little bit of saying that with your performance and, you know, what you can do. So course you know from the championship team in jacksonville as you mentioned you go up to maine uh obviously different you know different uh weather conditions however you're everybody's indoors so obviously that's not much of a not much of a factor but what was it kind of like i know it's kind of random but what was it kind of like being in maine um obviously i'm sure nothing compared to canada nonetheless but uh you know, were you able to get some of that good lobster? Like they always say is really good off the the fresh lobster off the sea or uh, any anything like that? Yeah, no, uh, yeah, Maine, definitely a great lobster. You know, uh, that was kind of the first <laughs> place. Um, that was actually the first time I ever had lobster was when I went up there to play for Maine. Um, it was good, uh, different again, very small town. You know, it's only like a million people total in the entire state of Maine. Wow. Uh, I do believe so. You know, very small, um, but love their sports. You know, um, Boston's not too far away from us. was mm-hmm. like a couple hours. Um, you know, I went to a New England Patriot game while I was up there. Got to see one of my uh, college teammates playing a preseason game. Um, so, you know, they love bas- basketball. They love 
football, they love hockey, um, you know, and they love baseball. So, um, so yeah, no, nah, it was cool. Uh, definitely cool. Um, different uh, snow, a lot of snow, um, <laughs> a lot of snow, uh, but it was cool. No, nah, they, they, uh, I wish they would, honestly, I wish they would bring them back just for the simple fa- simple fact of that fan base up there uh, need, needed it. Uh, and they could use it. And, uh, um, and our, you know, our games are packed, you know, for the arena. It was perfect for, um, you know, the arena game, uh, for having, you know, a lot of fans on top of you, the noises and stuff like that. And, uh, now we definitely gave some people, uh, run for the money. Didn't start off the hottest, uh, but we definitely finished off, uh, one of the hotter teams. And uh, missed the playoffs by like one game. So, well, that's int- that's good to know about me. I've never been up there. My grandma lived up there for a little bit when she was going to school. Um, but you know, I never. It's always one of those like here in Oklahoma, and uh, you know, summertime we all you know we get drenched with the heat just as much as well. It seems like nowadays most of the country is now, but um, obviously summer heat for Oklahoma is tough. And you know, we always talk about the joke is I'm gonna go to Maine. And, and get a summer house type of thing, but no, nonetheless, I'm I'm sure the main that's really cool. I didn't know about that about the fan base, and I think that's interesting. And and you never know. Hopefully, the in the uh, arena league can uh, or the NAL can get up there back in Maine, or uh, maybe maybe the IFL or what other league that's out there uh, can can get back up there. Of course, now you go from Maine back to Jacksonville, as you mentioned. Uh, you win a second ring, a second championship. Was it the same, same feeling? I know, you know, it's a dumb question, but I always have to ask it because uh, I'm just kind of curious. So obviously 2017, you get your first championship. I'm sure feelings, the adrenaline's going through the roof. Was it the same feelings and adrenaline the second time or was it any differently or is it still the same? Like, hey, I still got another championship. No, nah, it was it was actually a little bit different. Um uh in twenty um, you know, going back to twenty eighteen in Maine, uh that was my first like thousand yard season. Mm-hmm. Um that was you know, I was elected a captain on the team and everything like that. So kind of took a lot of that momentum uh with me into Jacksonville, uh again where I was selected another captain. Um, had another thousand yard season. Um, uh, was first team all NAL, uh, both of those seasons back to back. So, um, nah, it was, it was great because also, um, I felt like I had a bigger part to do with the actual success and actual winning the, of the championship, right. you know, which I'm not going to say that anybody's part is bigger than the others, but. Um, because it does take a team 100 percent um but you know um you know i scored like 30 some touchdowns a year and had like 100 120 some catches and like 1300 yards so yeah i felt like i had a big part to do um with that championship so it, it definitely did hit home and to win another one it's like okay you know you win one you win two oh wow okay this is really what it's about. You know, this is where it kind of gets addicting almost like that feeling of, you know, you know, people talk about Tom Brady and yep. all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I get it. 
you know, I really do. And I know, you know, I'm not saying um, the arena game is to any, you know, to the level of that, but, you know, it is, you know, a championship mm. of, you know, what you're doing and to do that consistently back to back or not back to back, but to do it, you know, multiple times is definitely, uh, you know, it's definitely something. So, uh, no, nah, it just makes you want to do it even more. I like that mentality. And, and uh, of course, you know, a lot of people get, you know, we always see the success of Tom Brady. I know people, whether you hate him or like him, there's probably no in-between. But, you know, we see the success from him. We see, you know, other quarterbacks in the past that had success, you know, in the in the playoffs and, of course, winning Super Bowls and so on and so forth. But, uh, you know, looking <clears> – if you had to just sum your whole ride from all the way from Richmond – just from your professional career all the way to now currently in Jacksonville, how would you sum up this fun? And I'm sure to you, I'm sure it's a crazy ride. Um, yeah, no, I would just, um, if I could sum it up, I mean, of course I would say, I would say it's a blessing for one. Right. Um, it's actually to make, make help me, you know, become again, the person I am. Uh, give me the perspective and stuff that I have on things. Um, you know, uh, it's helped me become a better player. It's helped me become a better teammate. Um, and believe it or not, it's actually helped me become a better coach um, and stuff like that. So, um, no, I love it. I wouldn't change anything. You know, I feel like everything happens at the perfect time or you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish the AFL was kind of still around. Same you know, here. You know, with the whole ESPN and everything like that. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to when we were in Cleveland to play on ESPN a couple times, which was kind of cool. Um, so, uh, but no, I wouldn't change anything. I'm just, you know, very fortunate and blessed. And it's interesting you brought that up. And, of course, the AFL and the listeners out there, I know there's a few out there that's already uh, sent DMs that, our current host that of other podcasts that's extremely excited for this one. And, and I appreciate the support and, and of course arena football for people that that's out there that loves the game and, and the arena game just in itself. Um, of course, just from a personal, not from a personal sample, but just your opinion and all that. We obviously know that there's financial issues with the AFL and there's I'm sure all kinds of other issues that we won't know. And probably, shouldn't know or care to know, but will we see the arena league? I know coming from a player standpoint, um, will we see the arena league be as big as it once was or with everything that's going on with all the other kind of spring leagues, the, the XFL trying to make a third comeback. And of course, now you got the USFL and the list, I'm sure will eventually maybe grow who knows, but um, going back to the question, do you think that the arena league just in general will get back to where it once was? Or are we kind of currently we're probably where we're going to be at for, uh, with the league right now? I don't know. You know, um, hopefully um, it can grow, um, you know, hope, hopefully. Um, you know, uh uh, I think a lot of that has to do with kind of everybody 
owner-wise kind of swallowing their pride and just, you know, trying to figure out what's best for everybody. Um, you know, uh, you know, I feel like there's so many teams and stuff that like, there should be no reason why we can't all, why there can't be one league, right. you know. Um, I understand there's people that, you know, will have to, you know, whatever, you know. It is what it is, but I think for the for the for the game uh, and everything like that, it would be best. But the the owners aren't doing it for the love of the game, and you know, it, which is it's a business. I completely mm-hmm. get it. Trust me, I completely get it. But um, you know, you got to keep getting more expansions. You know, we got to kind of get the word out there a little bit more. Um, you know, the more we can do that stuff, uh, the better it'll be. But again, not kind of like you said, you know, the spring leagues and stuff like that definitely aren't going to help. Um, so, you know, I guess only time will tell and to uh, hopefully see. But uh, no, I think the arena game should stay. And, um, you know, it's definitely good. You know, there's a whole, you know, I want to say the movies based all around arena football, but, you know, the, Kurt Warner stories coming out around Christmas and it's, you know, um, talking about, you know, how he played arena football and got to the NFL and everything. So I think it's, a you know, I think it should be here to stay. I definitely, I don't remember him playing. I, that's probably a little before my time, but, um, you know, he was a player with the Iowa and, and did very well, of course. Uh, everybody know, I'm sure everybody knows the story by now, but uh, no, it just shows you that it doesn't matter. And Devin can contest that, you know, it doesn't matter if it's a CFL or the NFL or whatever else you want to call out there. Hey, if you keep grinding, you keep balling. The goal, the dreams are endless, and um, and you know he can he can definitely contest to that um, getting that CFL level. I'm sure he's not done yet, and. Leading up to that, no, you mentioned coaching. Now you're in, of course. Now uh, coaching, of course, uh, the 2022 season. If I can um, finally say that, but the 2022 season coming up. Um, just from it, before we get to kind of some fun, fun uh, questions. Uh, just from a standpoint, how has it been uh, coaching? Just from your standpoint, and and everything that you've been taught and learned and grew and even you know did on, you know from your career to now coaching um what are you telling the kids um obviously not everything but what are a few of the things that you tell these kids that uh that want to give football a try that maybe never played in their life or they want to kind of get down the road to bigger and better things uh you know i just kind of uh, you know express them how the game has you know helped change my life um you know, um, helped me go to college, you know, got a, you know, got a, f- a full ride, you know, um, got an education from it. Um, you know, it's helped me see the world. It's helped me, you know, touch bases or rub shoulders with people that never in a million years I ever thought I would meet. Um, you know, some of the people that I talk to on an everyday basis are from playing football. Uh, so no, it's it's a great game and stuff like that, and um, you know, it's I'm kind of different from majority of coaches, um, you know, and it kind of gives me an upper hand, you know, because you know most coaches 
their players don't really get to see them play. You know, well, my players at the high school, you know, they get to come to my games and stuff like that. And they actually get to see me play. And it actually gives me mm-hmm. a little bit more credit with them, uh, I would say, because they can actually see that, you know, I, I actually uh, practice what I preach. So, um, no, it's it's cool. And uh, I definitely think um, with, you know, my love for the game and my knowledge of the game, um, going into coaching will definitely be something that I'll do um full time right after point. I like that. And um just even pouring into the younger generation, I think is a huge, huge um I like that a lot. You know, it's a huge inspiration is what I'm looking for. And and especially to the younger generation, um, you know, maybe we grew up, you know, whatever circumstance personally that they may have been dealt with or currently dealing with at home and and stuff like that and being that positive influence and be like, Hey, you know, it's, you know, you always hear that, um, that saying college isn't for everyone. I think that's two sides to that one. You can agree to disagree. You can, and then obviously there's both sides, but I think, you know, if you get the right motivation around it, but I think everybody can, and I applaud you for that. And, uh, you know, you're looking at 22 real quick. Um, obviously seasons just around the corner, what are some of your personal goals and achievements that you're kind of shooting for this year? And, and uh, what are can you kind of ex- uh, looking forward to? Uh, well, yeah. Um, first and foremost, uh, a championship um, is definitely a goal. Um, that's the ultimate goal. You know, if that's not the ultimate, if that's not your ultimate mm-hmm. goal, uh, then, you know, ultimately I don't want you around, yeah. um, you know, so, uh, that's definitely the ultimate goal. And then from there, uh, you know, just to, you know, c- continue to dominate, you know, uh, you know, to do what I do. And, um, uh, you know, very excited to get back with uh, Coach Burley, uh, which was the, the coach that actually won both championships with in 2017 and 19. Um, you know, he's one of the best receivers to play the arena game. Um, so for me to be a receiver and stuff like that, it, it, it um, you know, it's very, it's a nice luxury to have somebody like that to kind of uh, learn the game from. Uh, but yeah, no, just uh, keep, you know, doing what I'm doing and, you know, winning our championship and, um, you know, get another all league, um, you know, feel like you know i've got robbed out of a mvp and an offense player of the year maybe once or twice um so you know maybe pull one of those in but you know i would much rather take a championship over any of that so that's definitely the ultimate goal yeah i like that and and i'll be i'll definitely be rooting you on and uh of course much success and before we end the uh in the uh episode i get a message both via text and direct message, a few, uh, I think about 16 people, and there's 15 of them that responded. So uh, I appreciate that. But uh, the first question is, what hobby do you wish you spent more time on? More time on? Uh, wow. I wish I could spend more time playing video games, honestly. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh, I wish I could. I wish I could, but I, I really don't get a chance to too much. So, yeah, definitely that one. What kind of, real quick, what kind of video games uh, do you kind of prefer to play? Well, I'm an Xbox guy, so, you know, I'm nice. a, um, 
you know, uh, you know, I'm a Call of Duty guy, uh, 2K, Madden, um, FIFA, you know, get into that type of stuff like that. Not uh, anything else besides that, you know, I really don't get into it, but I will try, you know, uh, MLB. I'm a sports guy, mm-hmm. as you can tell. So, uh, <laughs> you know, um, nah, yeah, but I definitely would say that, you know, if I had a little bit more time, I would definitely love to play a little bit more video games. Uh, I don't play much either, uh, much more. I uh, haven't played much lately, but Call of Duty is for sure. Um, maybe sometime when we both have time, we can uh, um, hit it up. Most definitely. Uh, uh, looking at 2021, we're wrapping up here in the next within the next week and a half. Um, as we end 2021, we look forward to 2022. Um, did you learn any new skills in the past in this past year? Any new skills in this past year? Um, yeah. Um, pay, like patience. I don't, I guess I, that would be like a, a skill, I guess, like more patience, you know, of kind of that's kind of been something I've always kind of, um, don't want to say struggle with, but kind of something I wasn't the best at. And I definitely say this year helped me, uh, greater my skill of patience. This one is a random one. I'm, won't get all 15 because this one's a little random, but I'll ask it. Uh, is there a combination of foods that you love, but this person will probably find weird? Combinations of foods that I love. Oh, I don't know. I combination of food, probably not. I'm I'm as traditional as they get, you know, if it's <laughs> crazy, you know, I probably won't won't touch it but uh i'm a coca-cola person so like i drink coke pretty much all day every day like coke in the morning nice. as soon as i wake up like coke so uh that might be a weird combination for some people but uh you know <laughs> for me it's kind of an everyday <laughs> thing oh man uh <laughs> god uh same person i'm just gonna carry on the kind of <clears throat> excuse me this one, the same person wants to know: Have you ever been in the food fight or started a food fight? No, haven't, haven't at all. Neither one. We, <laughs> I haven't either. Um, I know my parents would uh, uh, would have beat me. Um, what was your favorite or current? Uh, who is currently your favorite or grew up as your favorite NBA team? NBA team, uh, don't really have a favorite NBA team. I'm a LeBron James fan, like a massive LeBron James fan. So, um, you know, another perk of being in Cleveland, mm. um, you know, got the chance of actually getting to meet him and um, was actually the Cavaliers representative uh, for a fashion show. He got to be in there with him, Kyrie, uh, Irvin, and all them. So, uh Big LeBron fan, big LeBron fan. So basically, wherever LeBron goes, um, I'm a I'm a root them all. And what is in this on this one? I like this question. It's, it's interesting, um, to say the least. What's a, a resolution you know you really shouldn't make, but you never do at the beginning of the year? I don't know. I've never been the one to make New Year's resolutions. Yep. Honestly, that's just been me. Like I just. Uh, never kind of been the type to do that. Um, 
But uh, yeah, no, nah, but uh, you know, I was uh, praying, you know, hope that everybody, you know, brings in the new year uh, the way they want to and, you know, full blessings and uh, health and wealth. I like that. And uh, we'll just do it this one in just for the holiday cheer. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord, I was just enjoying it. Can you name all the reindeer? All the reindeer? <laughs> uh, Rudolph. If you knew this guy, this guy uh, is not, he's random. Dasher. Uh, Rudolph Dasher. That's it. Rudolph and Dasher. <laughs> that's all I, that's all I know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get better at that one. <laughs> hey, you did better than me. Um, and last but not least, uh, I try. I, I do my best to try to uh, ask this question. Uh, I know we're almost two years now out of it, but uh, you look at 2020 um, just as a whole. Um, from we all know from COVID, social injustice, the list honestly goes on and on um, from all different kind of um, topics. But uh, being, you know, from wherever you were at during that time span and being, you know, shut down for some people, locked down, restrictions set to the highest, um, you know, I know here in Oklahoma City, it was pretty, after six o'clock, it was pretty much, it was, it was shut down, majority of it was. And, and so, um, you know, for me personally, uh, 2020, with everything that was going on was just, value time um because the fact that you know my dad had a massive stroke and what we thought he was on his way out unfortunately his health is declining but um but anyway um currently we were able at least you know to to get him back after that but with no restriction and all that to the health care or the hospitals uh, we couldn't see him but nonetheless um during that even leading up to you know even heck if you want to lead up to now is there anything during this whole pandemic and anything else that you want to bring in um excuse me that you really i shouldn't say appreciate the most or value the most or were grateful because i know it sounds bad but like for me like i said value time because honestly i was so busy i'm like yeah whatever i'll eventually see you when i see you type of thing and of course when um the restrictions shut down. I was like, hey, let's let's zoom more. Let's <laughs> let's do a lot more than we used to. But anyway, nonetheless, is there anything that uh, 2020 and even leading up to currently as we speak on uh, December 21st, uh, anything that kind of taught you or anything that you learned about yourself that you kind of value more um, during that time or? Um. You know, um, just kind of how, you know, family, um, you know, time with your family, because like you said, you know, you you, you kind of don't know, uh, you know, if if they could be around, if something might happen, um, you know, uh, kind of, you know, this, I think this whole thing kind of showed us the unknown is very unknown, um, you know, uh, you know, football kind of got taken away. You know, we missed the whole season um, in 20, 
in the year 2020. So, um, you know, to value that, you know, value every play, you know, because it could, it could be your last one. Uh, so, no, nah, it's just um, definitely a different year, um, something that we'll be able to, you know, tell the future generation about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, hopefully we learn from it. And uh, hopefully, you know, the bad history of it doesn't repeat itself. So, Amen, that one. And, and uh, <clears throat> I sure to, I sure hope and pray that uh, <coughs> excuse me, that uh, history does not repeat itself. And, uh, you know, I know, I know that uh, time will only tell, but uh, we can only hope and pray that that does not happen. And, and um, but I guess, uh, unfortunately, we'll, we'll have to see down the road. And, but uh, Devin, I want to say thank you so much uh, for your time um, out, of your, out of your schedule. And uh, as I always tell everybody, but uh, it's a special invite. So <laughs> not everybody gets the same invite, but you're more than welcome to ever. If you ever want to come back on, uh, jump back, you know, shoot me a message and I'll be glad to have you back on. I, I truly enjoyed this and uh, love to love to talk more. Well, I appreciate you having me. Um definitely uh definitely do and uh no definitely i have to jump back on here um you know especially um you know maybe in the middle of the season whatever and absolutely um you know talk a little bit more football and everything like that but no i definitely appreciate you having me and looking forward to it uh being on here again so uh as always uh you know uh go sharks and uh ends up there you have it the number one wide receiver and even number one for the jacksonville shark devin Wilson, the 2018 first team all NAL and 2021 second team all NAL, NAL, but even better, 2017 and 2019 NAL champion, Devin Wilson. Devin, from my family to yours, uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and I truly wish a happy new year for you all. And stay safe down there. I'm sure, you know, I've never been to Jacksonville, but uh, nowadays you never know, but definitely stay safe. I appreciate uh, you as well. Appreciate you having me. Ladies and gentlemen, Devin Wilson, you've been listening to the Area Attack Podcast. Merry Christmas. We'll see you next week.